When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV. Proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be joined by, what do we call you? Boxing and MMA royalty? Or should we just call you MMA royalty, Ariel? Oh, wow. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Uh, perhaps combat sports uh, royalty, if you'd like. You know, we do a little MMA, a little boxing, a little pro wrestling, all kinds of things. Um, still waiting for the, uh, the the payment to come through for this uh, appearance. You know, I, I, I charge for my interview appearances these days, so I'm still waiting for that. And I'm, 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 I'm upset to hear that Gareth and Eddie weren't, uh, weren't available because uh, the IFL page just littered with Gareth and Eddie interviews. So I guess uh, you've settled with uh, little old me. Delighted to be back. Well, you've definitely been listening to Gareth because he he asks for money as well for these interviews. Oh, so. of course. I know. So does Paddy Pimblett and many others in the MMA world. So that's why I brought it up. <laughs> okay, um, let's get stuck into it. Um, your social media has been quite active over the last couple of days from, from a bo- boxing perspective because, uh, yeah, you put out there that 25th of February uh, in Saudi Arabia. It looks like Jake Paul and Tommy Fury will get it on. Um, so from what you're hearing, it's a done deal. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see when they announce it. I, I, I think the announcement should be imminent. I mean, obviously, the 25th of February is rapidly approaching. Um, so they've been trying to make this fight, as you know, two times before. It fell through. Somewhat bold to go back to the well for a third time. Um, I saw some of the comments, some people saying like, oh, God, you know, is Tommy going to show up, all this stuff. So it's interesting to see a lot of people seem to be somewhat anti-Tommy. And I think the public just wants to first maybe see them at a press conference, then maybe see them fight week, then obviously see them in the ring. Uh, But yeah, this is a fight that obviously means a lot to Jake. He's invested a lot of time in the rivalry. And I think what he wants uh, most importantly is to say, all right, I fought a pro boxer and i beat a pro boxer and now i can move on to explore other things perhaps the nathan diaz fight with that fight week four weeks away if it does happen for that date you got tommy in the uk jake in the us the location of saudi arabia do you think we even see a press conference before a press tour that's a great question i think you have to see something something has to be done to let the public know that this is happening and by the way 
you know, I have to be honest, like, I would argue that it can't just be like a, a Zoom thing because remember the first time they were supposed to fight, it was it was Tommy, his dad, Don, and Rob Armstrong of BT Sport there. And Jake was joining via the pool, right? Via Zoom. Mm. And then there was another one in Vegas and it was just Jake. And I believe Nikisa Badarian was there as well. And then of course, for the second fight, it never even got to the press conference and they switched to Haseem Rahman. So like, we actually haven't seen these guys together. We've seen them together, you know, ringside in, uh, I think it was Dubai and uh, backstage in Cleveland, but we've never seen them at a presser event for a fight involving both of them fighting each other. So I think that would be important. I think it would be important to let the public know that this is a real thing and it's actually going to happen. They're serious about it. Okay. Let's go back to last week on DAZN. We saw uh, another Misfits card um has gathered quite a bit of scrutiny and criticism from purists if you like i'm sure you've seen some of the social media backlash from boxing fans i guess their main concern area is that these guys quote unquote aren't fighters even they're doing camps they aren't natural born fighters 90 percent of them anyways and that they believe someone could get seriously hurt um during this these misfits cars do you do you share that concern you know, I'm I'm someone who believes that uh, different strokes for different folks is an okay thing, meaning, you know, you don't have to watch everything. Just because it's billed as boxing, it doesn't mean you have to watch it. If you have legitimate concerns about the health and safety of the fighters, then that is fair. Uh, I would say I don't see a lot of mismatches being booked. I don't see a lot of, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not sitting there and watching all of these. Um, it's not 100% my cup of tea. Like, I'm interested in in Jake's journey. I'm interested in KSI's journey. Some of the lower-level guys, like the guys on my show, were talking to me about Sal Poppy, and I'd never heard of him. I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, rude. I'm, I'm, I'm just not really plugged into that world. Um, I was even late to knowing who the Paul brothers were, to be honest. Um, so, you know, as long as they're not booking mismatches where it's one of these guys up against, like, legitimate pro boxers, I'm generally okay with it. And uh, I feel like for the most part they haven't booked mismatches, but I, I don't get um, I don't get all the outrage about this sort of thing. No one's forcing you to watch it. Uh, it's not hurting anyone. You can make a case that it's it's uh, it's creating opportunities rather than taking away opportunities. Certainly in the world of MMA, it has created opportunities for the likes of Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley and even Anderson Silva, who have gotten fantastic paydays as a result of these kinds of cards. I know the the Misfits cards are a little different than the MVP ones, but you know, it's the same type of orbit. Um, so for the most part, I, I don't really have an issue with it. And as long as they try to create matchups that are fair and balanced involving people at the same skill level, then this is the type of thing that has been going on, by the way, for a century, like these sort of carnival freak show fights it's not new it's just now sort of being confined into this vessel that is being called crossover boxing and so now there's like an actual bullseye on them just to counter that we've seen a uh, misfits in the zone do a five-year deal an extension yeah is there perhaps from away from the, the health side of things another concern in that broadcasters might be looking at the the tv revenue coming off and the ratings being higher than if you like traditional boxing and the ticket sales, like I was there at six, seven o'clock, it was packed. And we don't see that for normal boxing cards, right? Only really for the main event, it gets packed. Um, that broadcasters, Sky, BT, DAZN, even in America with, with ESPN and Showtime, they might look at this and think we're going to invest more in this space rather than traditional boxing. 
you know, I think the fact that they're A, just interested in boxing is good. Uh, B, you can make the case that, hey, they initially, you know, got into business doing these Misfits events back in the summer, right? The first one was the KSI event in late August. And now they've already sort of like said, all right, we want to make this an even longer deal, right? So if they can, and I, you know, I, we're not privy to what DAZN is making, but if they are making money off these and that money, that revenue is propping up DAZN boxing and is helping them go after other fights and put on other fights that may not generate the same type of buzz that these do and may not generate the same type of subscriptions or pay-per-view sales, all that stuff, then it kind of feels like a rising tide is lifting all boats. Now, if they're saying we want nothing to do with the, uh, the Mick Conlins of the world and, 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 and the, uh, you know, the Lee Woods of the world and all these dudes, then like, yeah, th then that's a problem. And we only want to focus that to me is like, all right, you're no longer in the traditional pure boxing business. You're now in this other kind of weird crossover <laughs> boxing world. Uh, but they're not saying that. Um, and so I feel like right now we have to look at it as, all right, rising tide lifts all boats. The zone of all the broadcasters out there worldwide is investing quite heavily in the sport of boxing. And, uh, you know, like even this weekend here in America, you know, we're getting the the Liam Smith fight um, and it's a boxer event, right? It's not even a matchroom event. And so that's great. That's I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very excited that I can see, you know, Eubank fight here in America on zone. I have a subscription to zone. That's amazing. So uh, the, to me, it just feels like a rising tide that lifts all boats. There's always going to be com complaints. You know, people in, in America complain when um, or worldwide when CM Punk signed to the UFC and that didn't really exactly work out. But the, the whole, as long as opportunities are being created, as long as the fights are fair, and as long as they're not turning their back on the real stuff and on the traditional stuff that we all love so much, I kind of feel like it's no harm, no foul. Okay. Francis Ngannou, of course, is now a free agent. Um, he is targeting, in his own words, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Are these realistic? I mean, does he need a couple of fights in the ring with lesser guys before he can go for your likes of Fury, Wilder, Joshua's, etc.? Well, this is a fascinating story. And if I could just add one more thing, which actually ties in to this particular story as well. I love when traditional boxing fans, whoever wants to annoy, anoint themselves as such, love to argue and, and, and try to defend the sanctity of boxing as though it is like this purest thing out there, right? Like the sanctity of boxing is, is you know is a misnomer in its own right. And so like, <laughs> let's chill out on, you know, like, oh, we have to defend this thing because it's so pure. We can't let these guys like, all right, guys, like relax. Um, and so here we get to Francis Ngannou and what a great story this is. I mean, it's just a fascinating thing to cover. This is a man who has had to overcome. I mean, his life is, is, is too unbelievable for even Hollywood. He's had to overcome so much just to get to this point, growing up in Cameroon, uh, broken home. His his father died at a very young age. He was killed, uh, was working in, in sand mines, making less than $2 a day, uh, escapes en route to going to uh, Paris. He wants to go to Paris to become a boxer, to live out his dream. People back home in Cameroon are telling him, you know, he's dreaming too big, that he's crazy. He's he's getting detained. He's, he's living in the middle of forests. He's falling into the ocean. He's getting, you know, rescued and, 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 and thrown into the middle of the, the desert. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. I can't even do it justice, but he makes his way to France and he's living in a parking garage, homeless, 
going to train at a boxing gym during the day and then someone at the gym is like you should try this thing called mma he tries it he likes it and we know the rest but he's always had this dream this itch to become a boxer and so now here he is finally free as the heavyweight champion of the ufc arguably the baddest man on the planet because he can do it all and he wants to go after this dream and so who's you know he says joshua fury a lot of people would say, you know, you're biting off a little more than you can chew. This is the road less traveled. Well, you know, his counter would be like my whole life has been the road less traveled. So why not? Um, so I'm really curious to see what he does. I don't know who the opponent will be. I don't know ultimately what the route will be. But I feel confident enough in saying that he's going to go down the boxing route. Like whatever he does, even if he signs with an MMA promotion, there will be a boxing element to it. Because that was a big sticking point with the UFC. They just didn't want to let him do that. And I think this really means a lot to him. And I think it would be incredible scenes. The UFC heavyweight champ, because regardless of what happens on March 4th between John Jones and Surgan, he's still the guy who last held the belt uh, going up against some kind of boxer. And if it's a big name, even if it's a Chisora, even if it's a White, even if it's a Otto Valin, a guy like that, to me, that's really fascinating theater. Well, I'm sure you'll have a keen eye on the undisputed fight between Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk. Still waiting for an announcement, just like we are for his younger brother, Tommy and Jake Paul. Have you heard anything um, in the grapevine about Fury and Usyk and why we haven't got an announcement yet? No, but I feel confident and I feel most people do that this is going to happen. I feel like it has to happen. Uh, I thought that Fury would go down the Nganu path for a moment. You'll recall after the white fight, uh, he brought him in the ring. Like he was right there. Like it couldn't have been more uh, apparent that he was interested in this. And then, uh, you know, he 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 did a bit of a, a 180 there. But uh, I, I would love to see the Usyk fight first, get that out of the way. And I would also advise Francis if he was working with me, like, hey, maybe just get one fight out of the way to get your feet wet. Um, of course, something could go horribly wrong and you could lose the Fury fight and then go for the Fury fight. Just one, just to practice. Um, but I think he wants to go for the gusto. And and honestly, like, people think it might be tough. Anthony Joshua, what what is Anthony Joshua? And I know, I know he would be a massive underdog. I'm not sitting here saying that Francis Ngannou will beat uh, Anthony Joshua. I could see all the comments in the YouTube section be like, this crazy MMA guy is talking about... No, but if Francis Ngannou goes to Eddie Hearn right now, your friend and says, "Hey, give me Joshua." You don't think Eddie's, you know, eyes open up a little bit? That's 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 a pretty big deal. He's got Joshua. He can make the fight happen rather easily. Um, what a scene that will be. So I don't know. I'm I'm fascinated to see how this all plays out. But going back to the original question, I uh, have not heard anything, but feel confident that it happens first half of the year based on everything that we're seeing. Okay. In terms of Anthony Joshua, it's been reported that Jermaine Franklin is a front runner for his fight in April for Joshua's return fight if you like he looks like he's linked up with a, a new trainer again in Derek James so yeah your thoughts on both them things a new trainer and also Jermaine Franklin as the opponent well and and I'll also say that doesn't change my stance on Nganu as well because that's April like Nganu you know was offered the March fight and he could have taken the March fight but April is coming up and then you know Joshua comes back after that fight if he wins and fights in the summer it doesn't really you know it doesn't not mesh with Nganu's plans uh I I like the fact that um, Anthony Joshua is getting out of his comfort zone. You know, it kind of felt like he had like one foot in, one foot out of the comfort zone, so to speak. The last time we saw him leading up to the Usyk fight with Garcia. So now it feels like, all right, he's listening to people. I'm not ready to write him off. 
I think losing to Usyk twice is nothing to scoff at. I mean, you can arguably make a very strong case that Usyk is the number one pound for pound fight in the world. I don't have him as such, but you can make that case. So, you know, that's, uh, that's nothing to be too ashamed of, but he clearly needed a change and maybe, um, you know, a little bit out of the limelight, maybe getting out of his comfort zone, being pushed. And I like the fight as well because, you know, we see this quite often in MMA and um, maybe, you know, it's, it's, I think sometimes to the detriment of the fighters, like a guy loses a couple big fights and he just wants to go back in there and take another big fight to right the wrong. But I think sometimes with all due respect to Jermaine, like take a step back, build yourself back up, build your confidence. I've seen Eddie say this as well, like get your mojo back. And then we look at, all right, who's out there? Is it Wilder? Is it, is it the Fury fight? I was disappointed, that being said, that we didn't see the Fury fight because it seemed like we were so close. Mm-hmm. But every time I talked about that fight, I also said, you know, as a fan, I'd love to see it. If I was advising Anthony Joshua, I would say, man, could we just get one in to get us back on track so that we can then feel good going into a fight of that magnitude? So I kind of like everything about this. And um, if I'm a fan of Anthony Joshua, I'm happy about this as well. I saw a lot of people crapping on Anthony Joshua after his last fight and the way he handled it. And I didn't think it was fair, to be honest. I, I, I think he gets, he gets some unnecessary hate, especially from the UK fans. I would say ease up on the guy. He's had to live like a squeaky clean life for a very long time and almost be perfect. He's allowed a mistake or two. So I'm really curious to see how he rebounds here and, and how he looks. Just to cap off the heavyweight division, expecting a, a big year for, for the juggernaut, Joe Joyce. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the guy, right? That's the one who uh, I think everyone thinks could be the next one. What a time in, uh, I mean, UK boxing, but I mean, the heavyweights as well, the heavyweight scene, a lot of them coming out of the UK. Very impressed with him. Um, Solid last fight. Uh, I know a lot of people are very high on him. I I would love to see him have a a big 2023. And I think by the end of the year, next year, like he's going to be a massive player. If he's not already, he'll definitely be a massive player in that division. As you said, this weekend, uh, a massive fight with uh, Chris Eubank Jr. and Liam Smith, which in America you can watch on DAZN. Then uh, next week on ESPN+, Plus, you'll be able to see Better BF v Yard Unified, light heavyweight world titles. Um, do you give Yard a chance in this area? And by the way, on BT Sport box office, shout out to my good friends no, at BT on, Sport. on BT Sport Normal. It's not a pay-per-view fight. Wow. How yeah. about that? Man, you guys are so lucky. You get all this stuff for free. That is amazing. Okay, so I screwed that up. Shout out to BT Sport for giving it away for free. Uh, man, Better Bev is the man. You know, he trains in Montreal, which is where I'm from. And uh, he is a protege of the great George St. Pierre, who I consider to be the greatest MMA fighter of all time. GSP speaks very, very highly of him. And how could you not? I mean, the guy's an absolute killer. All due respect to Yard, uh, game fighter, props for taking the fight, big opportunity, big risk, big reward. I, I don't think that uh, he wins that fight. And I think Better BF stops him. But I, I can't wait to watch it. I'm a big fan of watching Better BF fight. He's a very aggressive fighter. He's a dangerous fighter. He's a powerful fighter. He's a terrifying fighter. Um, I, I love their face-offs. I love everything about it. And uh, I think it's going to be a big-time fight. Again, UK boxing. This weekend, where's, where's the eyes of the, uh, the boxing world? It's the UK. Next weekend, UK. I uh, was hoping that maybe we'd get Tommy Fury versus Jake in the UK. I think that would have been the most fascinating um, part of it all. Unfortunately, it's not happening. And then, of course, the big one that I'm waiting for. I'm excited about February 4th, by the way, Amanda Serrano fighting here in America at the uh, Hulu Theater because I think she wins that fight. 
Then we get Katie Taylor, not in the UK, but close Ireland um, later on this year. And I don't care if I'm working, not working, whatever. I am going to that fight. I don't care where it is. Moon, Antarctica, if Taylor and Serrano two happens and hopefully at croke park i think that's what we all want if that fight happens i gotta be there well, we've talked about the eyes of the world being on the uk on saudi arabia on new york for feb 4th um we want it to be we want the eyes of the world to be in on vegas uh in yeah. april hopefully oh. are we get are we getting a done deal between um tank and garcia Oh, man. I mean, I guess that uh, at this point should be a question for uh, the good folks over at the, well, I feel like the PBC, right? I mean, like we saw Oscar and I I don't know what was on that paper, but uh, we saw Oscar and Ryan holding a paper saying done deal sign. Um, Ryan was on my show last week and was very confident this is happening April 15th. So, you know, I got to tell you, to me, like as far as the fights I want to see in 2023, Taylor Serrano is at the top. Uh, Fury Usyk is at the top. I can make a very strong case for Garcia Tank being number one, to be honest. And and I think, and a lot of people didn't understand when I said this. In America alone, I think Tank and and uh, and Garcia will be the highest in terms of pay per view buys, highest generator in America alone. So a lot of people are like, all right, what about Fury Usyk? Well, first of all, Fury Usyk would be on pay per view here. But it would be in the afternoon in America, and historically, those fights don't do very well. Uh, Crawford Spence, like, I don't know when that's going to happen, if that's going to happen. And honestly, I don't even think if it happens in America, prime time, it beats Tank Garcia. Because Tank and Garcia have two very passionate and loyal followings. They're two young guys, historically, guys at their age and with their resumes don't fight just yet. Um, they don't seem to like each other. The build will be huge. I love everything about it. They've got, you know, two big uh, promotions behind them, two big networks behind them as well. Like everything about this feels very unique and special. April 15th, Las Vegas, sign me up. I got to be at that one too. In fact, I don't know if you saw this, Ryan Garcia said he is not making the walk unless I'm sitting cage side, excuse me, ringside. He says that I'm the Adrian to his Rocky. He said it. I have the clip. I posted. He said, when I knock this guy out, I need to know that you're sitting ringside. I need to point at you and said, say, no one believed in me when I was down in the dumps, when I was out, except for you, because I've been bigging up Ryan Garcia for a long time. And so he needs me there. And so how could I let Ryan Garcia down? I mean, I got to be there. And that's exactly why you're combat sports royalty, <laughs> Ariel. It's been a pleasure. Actually, just before I let you go, I know sure. you're a fan of... Uh... Big John's new channel with his oh Chinese sit-downs. Talk to me about it. Is this an IFL production, by the way? Yes. It is? No, no, of course it's oh, not. Oh, it's not. Okay. Uh, let me tell you something about Big John. There, there are very few things that I like doing more than sitting back and just scrolling through that man's content. I mean, what a legend. I go on the YouTube page. I go on the Instagram. I go on the TikTok. I go on the Twitter. I can't get enough. I can listen to him, make the call, pick up the phone, order the Chinese, receive the Chinese, not even have to eat it. I just love the passion that he has for all of it. And some people will say to me like, oh, why are you, you know, why are you trying to support a guy eating this? First of all, it's not just for him. It's for the whole family. He's got the Rumford Bull by his side. I mean, that's a big boy too. He's got to eat, all right? 
Second of all, can you let the man live? Let him be happy. He's now on this diet. He's taking us on the journey. Everything about him is lovely. He's positive. He's uplifting. He's inspiring. I love the Bosch. I love the different variations of Le Bosch, 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 whatever it is. I don't know what he's talking about, but I love everything about it. One of my great uh, uh, desires in life is to one day have a Chinese, me, Big John, the Rumford Bull. We sit down, we talk shop. This needs to happen. I mean, look, there's, you know, next time you talk to Eddie, there's a lot of things going on. And I feel like Matchroom and I were like kind of flirting with each other. Like, you know, I'm bigging up Big John and, and the Rumford Bull. Uh, I'm big, obviously, Katie and Amanda. I mean, like I was pretty much instrumental in making that fight. Lest we forget, I'm a huge Nottingham Forest fan. Lee Wood fighting back in Nottingham. I mean, I'm pretty much like an adopted son over there. You know, I've been big on the darts lately, too. And we all know Eddie's connection to the darts. I mean, there's just a lot going on there between us. And I feel like we're sort of flirting, waiting to see who makes the first move. If they need someone to maybe, you know, give Eddie a day off here or there, we can talk. <laughs> well, next time you're in the UK, we'll get you down to Wessex uh, for a Chinese with Big John. We'll make oh, it. Oh, my gosh. That would be fantastic. Thank you. I would love nothing more. Ariel, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. And I guess I'll see you in Saudi Arabia next. Uh, no, I will not be there. I will not, not be there. in Saudi Arabia. Uh, that was a personal decision on my part, uh, but I, I do wish them the best. I will, I will be watching from home. Okay, let's hope Vegas then for Tanker Garcia. Yes, I will be there. Thank you, Ariel. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.